Greetings, mortals. Thank you for tuning in again to the Wizworld Live podcast. I'm, of course, your host, the immortal wizard, and my Franco. I'm over 6,000 years old, and I love to entertain. And with me always, of course, is my co-host. He's evil. He's a real son of a bitch. He's, he's on the run from the law during this quarantine, and he's my best friend. Please welcome Soren Summersbane. Ah, thank you so much for that, Amoynus. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great. It's, 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 it's always good to hear you in our, our trans-dimensional podcast setup. Absolutely. It comes in with such higher fidelity than our Twitch streams. Well, the Twitch stream is a lot more... There's so much more to it, and it requires use of a mortal computer, which is the real hiccup. Yes, I, I've noticed that. And we can be miles apart and still, and still do the show. So we're obeying all the rules about social distancing. We're keeping you out of mortal prison. And it's going to be very exciting. There's, there's a lot to adjust to in this new performance environment. But one thing is we can take the show to places mortals would simply die if we ever held the show at. Right, exactly. Like uh, a couple twitches ago, I did an entire show from the outside of the International Space Station. You need to normally right, yes, have a suit, but uh, I just did it later on hands-free right and it's it's tough to get even astronauts up there much less 30 to 40 people on a saturday exactly no word about radiation oh boy uh that the the old van allen belt which of course Mm -hmm. is just invented by nasa to to prevent them learning the truth of flat earth yeah yeah anyway we're going live of course uh, every friday for for the duration at twitch.tv slash theater but this is of course our podcast where we have a, a deep interview with a magical fantastical being to give you a glimpse into the magical world around you because it's not all just viruses and politics the magic is still happening there's still magic all around you on earth and uh yeah we're, we're excited to bring you this week's guest uh which is a bit more of a blue collar guest than i think we've had so far we're, we're, just, yep. <laughs> Would you say? <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. I, I think it's, it's interesting to see kind of somebody who really just has a standard job. But I think it's a tough one. Oh, it's a tough one. I would not want, I mean, no offense to our guest. Uh, it's, 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 it's not a job everyone can do. I think it does count as an essential worker. Yes. I, oh, 100%. Yeah, he's, he's probably already working right now. I'm, yeah, oh, I'm sure he's got a lot. I'm sure he's, his, his, his dance card's full, you know? Uh, but mm. before we go there, of course, this is a podcast, and uh, these cost oh, so much money to produce. That's why there's hardly any podcasts. And so we have to take on a sponsor. And our sponsor this week is a pretty exciting one. Uh, we're going to cut to a, a, a lovely ad from Heinrichs Hirelings, and then we'll be right back with our guest. Hi, I'm Heinrich from Heinrich's Hirelings, where you can come down and get hirelings to do anything, literally anything. There are no laws governing these hirelings. You want to send them on top of a roof? Get a hireling. You want to go and clear out a horrible dungeon? Get a hireling. Carry your packs? Get a hireling. I had a hireling at my wedding, at my bat mitzvah. I had a hireling everywhere. Hirelings are great. So come on down to Heinrich's Hirelings. But don't just take My word for it, listen to these great testimonials. My name is Divlar the Mighty. I am a cleric of Torm, and when I needed to go into the Tomb of Horrors, I went to Heinrich's Hirelings. I had 17 of those little bastards, and not a single one made it out alive, but I got all the treasure, and the price was incomparable. Thank you, Heinrich. 
You're very welcome, yet another satisfied customer. And here's even another testimonial. Oh, I'm a hireling. Um, usually I carry the gold, or I lead the donkey, or I stay with the ponies. But one time, I got to see the Sky Lords in their glass castle. I wasn't allowed to speak nor get any of the treasure, but it was certainly more exciting than anything else I would have done. Thank you, Heinrich. Oh, I love to hear from my great employees. Now don't forget to come down to Heinrich's Hirelings at Jamboree and the 73. Goodbye, everyone. See you soon. Hireling, turn off the recording. I don't know how. You press the- Oh, you have to get a hireling? I gotta get a hireling? At Heinrich's Hirelings? At the Jamboree of the 73! Okay. Uh, whoa. Wow, what an amazing sponsored segment that was, eh, Summersbane? Ah, it's just it's good. It was good. I like it. Alright. Don't, you know, alright. Don't get too negative on the sponsors here. Uh, alright, but, sponsors aside, our guest is the star of this show. And we have a great one this week. He's a very timely, in a way. Please welcome Backup King, Magiston the Regal. Yes, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am I am he, uh, Magiston the Regal. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I am uh, bowing to you, though you cannot see. Uh, I appreciate it, though. I'm not on the clock right now, so no need to bow. I, oh. I, I, you know, feel free, but no need. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, I have so many questions already. This is wonderful. Uh, so you're a backup king. Could you explain for those who don't know what sure, that entails? Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm always at the ready. You know, if a king gets sick, can't go All into right. work, make any proclamations, do anything like that, I fill right in. So you know, I've, I've found myself <laughs> making judgments on uh, the well-being of peasants across the land. <laughs> wow. So this is a. So you're kind of a substitute teacher. Yeah, you could say that. I'm like a substitute teacher, except instead of teaching kids, I'm uh, uh, doing kingly duties for kings. That's What's the it, longest that... amount of time that you've stayed as a king? Well, Ooh. yeah, there was a circumstance in a, a, a land, of, the land of Gremulon. I'm sure you know it, uh, where oh, King yes. Orpheus mm -hmm. was in a coma for 17 years. I got to be king for 17 right. years. Wow, that's a pretty good tenure. Yeah, it was that's good. Great. Hey, hi, hi, paycheck. I, I loved it. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. What uh, now? <laughs> did, did did you? So, is there a certain point where you're where you're considered kind of like a, a permanent temporary king? Are there like union rules? Yeah. So there have been instances of some temp kings getting to uh, progress into full time to, uh, staff uh -huh. members uh, as kings. You know, but it's it's few and far between. For the most part, when you're a temp king, you fill in, you do your job, and then you go home and you find out if you get to go back into work the next day. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. So no, for me, uh, talk to me oh, about your. Talk to me about your kingly duties. Sure. Well, kingly duties mostly uh, mostly re uh, range around dealing with peasant concerns. So, so for uh -huh. the most part, I'm saying, okay, well, you owe you know that guy so many sheep, and you owe that lady so many uh, hens. But you know, so every once in a while, there's there's a queen who says, hey, you know, king's out. Uh, Oh. Uh, you know, every once in a while, it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare. I know you're not supposed to talk about that kind of thing wow. outside of the uh, outside That's of the bedroom. Pretty incredible. But, uh, every once so in a while, you, do you get ever to... do you ever have like a cuckold situation with it? <laughs> a cuckold Where situation? You kind of like fill in. Yeah, that's Where yeah. You... 
for night. Wink, hint, hint. Exactly. You you hit the nail on the head. Every once in a while, you get that. And honestly, you know, in Gremulon, there's rumors going around that some of the princes <laughs> might be my kids. Since so that that was my next question. If you produced an heir as the backup king, uh-huh. do they become? An actual prince? Are they like uh, now a backup prince? How's that work? Well, legally, I was acting as the king, um, so they are the right. king's son. I so wow, yeah. So they're not my son anymore. I have I have no children of my own, though I have fathered many kings' children. Do you? I mean, are you okay with that? You know, some nights it's hard. I think. Wow, I have oh. so many kids out there who I could be parenting. Who you know. I could share love with one way and the other. They, and by that, oh. just to clarify, what that means is, I mean, I could love them and they could love me back. Uh, right, right. Nothing, you know, nothing untoward. Uh, no, but, we didn't assume. Hey, you know, some people's minds go there. I just want to settle the record. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, but yeah, you know, for the most part, it's like, well, I did my duty to a queen and country, and if the offshoot of that duty is a little bit of a piece of my heart lives on in that land in a way that, you know, maybe I don't get to tend to it the way I'd want to, at least I know I made an impact. What are some wow, of the that's perks? really lovely. Other than being king, what are some of the perks of uh, that oh, you may yeah. not know about for stand-in king? Yeah, oh yes, being a backup king. I mean, one of the main perks is uh, if you don't want to work that day uh, and they call you and they say, hey, we need to fill in, you know, in, <laughs> in uh, let's say they need to fill in in like Phalanx, then I say, you know, Phalanx is pretty far from me today. I, I just can't make it in. And they have to call you know, another backup king. And there, there are several of us. So, you know, there's always, a, there's always somebody available if you don't want to go. Do you all know each other? Um, do you get along? Well, that's yeah. So that's an interesting question because we do kind of know each other in the same way anybody in in a in a profession in a small area would know each other. Sure. Yeah, but but I wouldn't say I have any friends among the other backup kings. Uh, everyone's oh. kind of Ooh. vying for the best jobs and the best opportunity sure. in a long-standing kingship. So uh, there's a bit more rivalry than friendship there. Wow. Yeah. What would you but say the you, worst you, gig? You walk you kind of. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, what, what would you say the worst gig you ever did was? Oh, yeah, I did I did one day as the king of what turned out to be just one prison cell. The man named himself king of it. And I did one oh, day boy. just living in that prison cell while he was also there but feeling ill. Um, so he really, uh, he really gamed the system. Mm-hmm. He, he, he just wanted some companionship, somebody to, you know, hold his hair back while he threw up. And, you know, I, I did it, but I didn't like it. Wow. Well, you are you are really dedicated to this, and I, I think you know something I thought of when talking about you know sort of giving a piece of your heart everywhere is it almost takes more dedication and caring to be a backup king than to inherit a kingship. Yeah, I think so in a lot of ways. You know, I I don't want to ever talk down about a king because a king does a lot sure. of good work, and, and and I want all the kings to like me. So I, I never say anything negative about a king, but I will say you know <laughs> there's something to being a backup king that you know you're called upon to know. Uh, the inner workings of a lot of different kingdoms over the time of your life. And, and uh, you, you get a better appreciation for the whole world than, than maybe somebody who was, let's say, you know, born rich, was a prince, sure. became a king, never really understood hardship. Uh, you know, it's a different life. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, you growing up. Oh, sure. Well, well, how did you grow up? Did you have hardship? Oh, yeah. I grew up uh, the son of a preacher man in uh, – in, uh, oh. 
land of old Indiana, uh, which you might think is Ooh. a state in the union, but it's also it's not. That I don't know exactly how your world works, but uh, I'll tell you right now. Um, uh, uh, I was yeah, son of a preacher man. I was going around uh, touring around different uh, churches. Uh, he would preach, wow. and I would kind of uh, follow him around, r- riding on his coattails a little bit. And I got a sense for what life on the road could be like, and uh, I, I would say it contributed to my choice in career. But another thing that I never really like to talk about, but I will bring up now because Uh-oh. you asked, is uh, please. You know, I never knew my mother. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Father was a traveling preacher. We didn't have time to stay home with Mama. Yeah, I, I know her oh, name. No. It was Elizabeth. Uh, but I don't know. Elizabeth. Yeah. I don't know anything else about her. Well, that's uh, tragic. Um, maybe she'll hear this podcast. Uh, Elizabeth, if you're out there, if you fa- if you fell in love with a preacher and were the mother of the son of a preacher man, please uh, reach out to us on Twitter at WizWorld Live. Let us know. That'd be great. Yeah, Dad always said she was British, but I don't know what that means. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't want to. This may be crazy, but do you think maybe your mother was a queen? Well, I like Queen Elizabeth. Well, I, I, that mean, that would be crazy if that was true. Let's see. Dad always said she was British. Uh, uh-huh. She couldn't talk about him. She was not allowed to tell him uh, sure. about her, her family mm-hmm. about him because they were too important. Uh, she had a sister who was mm. kind of mean to her, but mostly loved her. Uh, yeah, this is checking mm. off all the boxes for Queen yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I, I, so in a way, I think maybe being royal is in your blood, but you've You've somehow turned it into a working class thing, which I think is really noble. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, if if I guess if Queen Elizabeth were to say, "Hey, I have a long lost son. Uh, I'd really like to meet him." I guess I would go. You know, if she said, "Hey, my long lost son's name is I mean, Majesty," yeah, and I'd be like, "Hey, that's that's probably me," and that'd be cool. And you know, I could. <laughs> boy, I guess. Let's see. I'm. Let's see. I'm 69 years old, so I'm probably I'd probably be first in line for the throne. You're very young. Yeah, thanks. Well, you know, I just you know, I'm over 6,000 years old, and Southern Spain is what are you now 500, 600 nah, yeah. something. Wow, yeah, 578. Right, right, right. Wow. So do I. Hey. You're like you're like a you know just a young kid, and to have served 17 years as king made it out alive and you're still going on. I mean, that's, that's huge. Hey, thanks. That's yeah. Incredible. Yeah. You know, it, uh, this, being King of Grebulon was a good time. You know, it, for the most part, people in that country are, are really, uh, they, they get along. So I didn't have to do that much. It was a lot of just, um, laying with the queen and, um, uh, and every once in a while saying, Hey, let's have a feast. And then I did wage two wars. <laughs> How did that go? Wait, did, did you start them? Well, yeah, you know, I had, there was a... So you remember how I said that uh, it's not necessarily the case that all uh, backup kings get along with each other. Well, uh, oh, sure. I do have a, an arch nemesis of sorts. His name is um, oh, his name is Richard. Um, uh, he he, uh, he served as backup king for a, a country right next to Gremulon known as uh, Archangelus, which I did uh, I did wage war with Archangelus while he was sitting king in hopes of, you know, maybe unseating him and giving him a bad reputation. Didn't work out. Wow. Didn't work out. Um, then, probably unrelated, I waged another war with another country called uh, Tam... 
that's the whole name, Tam. Tam. Uh, and yeah. he happened to be sitting king at the time, but I don't know that that's connected. So you waged two wars against the same king, but because he was hopping back and forth. Wow. Mm. Did you win? Absolutely. Gremulon now owns both those lands. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So you mentioned something about rankings. How How is that, uh, like, how is that governed? Do you just, is it like general word of mouth? Or is there actually a power ranking? Yeah, well, um, so there's a scale from one to five that the uh, the steward of the co- the country that uh, hires you s- will send you mm-hmm. a rating on afterwards. So you kind of get one out of f- one to five stars, and then ideally you end up with five stars. After, every time I leave a country, I say, "Hey, don't forget, rate me five stars." <laughs> that's no, that's smart. That's, that's just good sales tactics. Hey, thanks. Well, this also brings up another question. Uh, do you technic are you technically employed? by the, the countries that you serve or do you like in between are you like gig to gig i'm just wondering if you have like long-term health care 401k yeah you, uh, you don't have a union is that correct i don't have a union i don't have any long-term care 401k, 401k oh, no. situation i yeah the 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 governing body uh, not governing body that's not the right word but the the person who arranges uh, all these gigs uh they uh-huh. take a cut of the profit and don't really pay it back oh, to us uh so technically yeah you'd call me a contractor Oh, well, after 17 years, you'd think Gremulon would at least provide you with a physician. Oh, I I got a lot of healthcare stuff done when I was in Gremulon. I mean, that, <laughs> whew, that, yeah, I, yeah, I replaced both knees. Both knees? Mm-hmm. With, I didn't even need with, to. With what? Oh, more, uh, other knees, you know. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just, just better functioning knees. I was thinking probably one day since I've been, you know, I traveled as a son of a preacher man for so long. I walked along a lot of countries and then I traveled as a a backup king. I walked a lot too. So I figured eventually I'm going to need those knees replaced. I might as well do it now. That's smart. Thanks. Really improved my basketball game. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you do in your spare time when you're like between kingships? Yeah. Yeah. Hang out at the YMCA, play a lot of basketball. (laughs) At the Y. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's uh, well, you know, so, so yeah. I guess so. Like outside of being a backup king, what is your life like? Uh, yeah, well, a lot of YMCA time. I, I like, I like the basketball. I like the uh, the sauna, uh, and uh, some of them even have a steam room. Which if you get a good YMCA, that's that's a huh. ooh, that's a perk. Um, wow. uh, I do that. I I actually am a writer. Yeah, I wrote several mystery novels. No way. Yeah, mm-hmm. wrote several mystery novels. They don't sell that well. Um, but uh, do you write them like like is the main character like a backup duke like it's not me but it's me wink wink huh yeah every single time I have done that I wonder why (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is there any time for the when you say personal life do you ever date or what's that like yeah I do try to date Uh, it's hard because I seem to for whatever reason I compare every woman I meet to the queen of Gremulon to the queen of Gremulon yeah Yeah. and you know we have yeah, we had a long relationship, and every every once in a while, I will send her a a, a raven, and you know she's not allowed oh. to write back because you know her oh. her her king is 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 back to life, and I mean he wasn't dead; he was in a coma. He's he's back out of the coma, right? right. Uh, so that's you know that's disappointing. Have you ever considered? I mean, this is it literally treasonous to say. But have you ever considered trying to unseat the King of Gremulon and retake the throne yourself? 
Oh, sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I I have thought about it in my wildest dreams. You know, I, I do dream about it a lot, in fact. But the fact is, uh, I have a feeling if I did that, I'd probably get a one star rating. But I think, you know, you you could take over as actual king. You wouldn't need to be backup king anymore. You could just retire as king of Grebulon. Yeah, yeah, but if you know, if I set that precedent, then all of a sudden we're gonna have we're gonna have backup kings killing kings all left and right. And I don't want to. I don't want to be the. I don't want to contribute to the decline of society. You know. Okay. No, that's fair. You're 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 a very responsible man. Thank you. Thank you I very understand. much. Yeah. Well, and you know, perfect five star rating just feels so good, and I've had that for my whole career. Yeah, I mean, you just you just don't like being tied down to one employer. There's, that's part of it too. That's part of it yeah. too. Yeah, I do like the freedom to go from town to town, from uh, from country to country, uh, leading not one day. To, you know, I've even <laughs> this is this is a crazy time uh, where I went three weeks bouncing back and forth between two countries, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Lancashire and um, Hollywood, and between those two countries, I was oh. bouncing back and forth, and we, they were actually at war with each other. So one day I was leading the uh, army against against Lancashire, and the next day I was leading Holly, uh, Lancashire back against Hollywood. And it's a huh. oh man. I mean, yeah, that was complicated. But hey, uh, you, you know, you, that's why you do the work, right? To learn something new. Yeah, I, I I can't think of many kings who would be capable of switching between opposing sides day to day. That's tough. Yeah, it was. It was. A, a lot of the army men did not respect me on either side. Yeah, I, I can imagine they hated it. They did not like it. Yeah, they kept saying, how come our king is sick? He should probably come to work today. And, you know, I, honestly, I can't speak to that. I won't say anything negative about a king, but uh, tough right. to call in sick when you're supposed to be leading the war. Yeah, that does. I mean, I know you can't say it, but I'll say it. That feels irresponsible. <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, now, uh do you have any questions for us about wizards that we could maybe help? Uh, you know, if you go to a country that has a an evil vizier or something, have, have sure. you ever had to deal with that? Is there, is there any advice we could impart? Well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, is there some kind of is there anything that a wizard could do to maybe um, <clears throat> create a a coma situation that would uh, you know fall, befall a certain individual so that uh, you know maybe yes. I could hypothetically 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 yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah I would I would hate to have anything happen to anyone but if something happened right. to someone that would maybe allow me to become someone's husband again sure. and maybe someone's father again uh, well, Summer's Bane this sounds like it's up your alley oh a hundred percent yeah so first and foremost I gotta ask the question did you get five stars for your seventeen year reign. I absolutely did. I've gotten five stars every okay. single time. Well, that's great. That's a great record to have. That's that's fantastic. I just wanted to make sure, because if we put him to sleep and you did not get assigned to this particular kingdom, you're you're going to be up a creek without a paddle here. That's but I true. think they might rebook you. I would hope so. I would really hope so. I did a lot. I did a lot. And, you know, I could send a raven and say, hey, this might. No, I better not do that. That would incriminate me. No, 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 that's, no, no, no. Yeah, that's 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 called evidence, hypothetically. Yeah, nope, won't do that. What we're really looking for here is a hard sleep spell. Uh, and because we want this to last for many years, we don't want it to be a poison. Uh, and I don't think we can, like, lock him in a box or anything like that. So what we really need is to have some sort of talisman or something. Uh, so perhaps something like this. If, hypothetically, mm-hmm. we were able to, let's say, cast a a sleeping spell upon him that put him into a deep coma in which he could not wake up would last about a week or so. A and week. then okay. when you get, when you get installed, 
You could take a lock of his hair, maybe a half Ooh. pint of his blood, good, place good. it inside of a talisman, put that inside of a locket of teeth, okay. uh, and then place that underneath his his mattress under his left thigh. Okay. And then so long as he stays on that bed in general, coming back to it uh, every couple of weeks, uh, he will stay asleep permanently. Now, just note this. He will not age. Whoa. Whoa. So this is kind so of a like win-win. A Snow White kind of. Yeah. I mean, he just continues well, well, on. See, and, and that's good because then hypothetically, whoever benefited from this would age up with the queen. And if the king ever were released, he'd be like, she's too old. She's had her own life. That's and he would right. have to be, you know, marry someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like where your head's at. I do have one concern, and that is, you know, if it has uh-huh. to be under his left thigh, what happens when they rotate rotate him for bed sores? Uh, that's a good question. So, so long as his left thigh returns to the general position okay. every couple of weeks, we'll be just fine. And I know oh, what you're asking. God. Do the teeth need to be dragon's teeth? The answer is no. Oh. You can just use regular human teeth or as a substitute, a series of badger's teeth. Wow. However, the badger's teeth will not last longer than every than five decades. Okay, so you just got to replace that every five decades. Well, but so but human years. human teeth would last longer. Well, okay. Well, I, gosh. human teeth is clear clear superiority. Okay, I, I don't know anything about how teeth degrade, but that that makes sense to me. I was worried it was going to have to be his teeth, which I was figuring. Okay, I got to get his hair. Oh, yeah. I got to get his blood. I got to get his teeth. Oh boy, just get some baby teeth. You don't need to go or, crazy. Well, you don't have to. Y- you just had that the whole war in Hollywood and Lancashire, so I think there's probably teeth scattering the battlefield. That's true. I actually, you know, I actually have a stockpile of uh, uh, human remains that uh, I took as trophies, so I should be good. Uh, sure. Yeah. Right, right. That actually has a, begs a question for me. Do you ever keep any fun <laughs> trophies or any keepsakes from your, from your time? Yeah, like, like a locket. Do, do you have any, like, like crowns and stuff? Well, you know, that's that's interesting. So, so I go from kingdom to kingdom. I have to wear the crown of the king. So I can't take – I don't have a crown that I get to wear and take with me. But I do like to have any of the staff or, or, uh, or, or, or uh, you know, kings and princes and whatever. If they want to write me any letters, make me any paintings, I love to collect those. And I do have, oh. I do have a lot of them on my fridge. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your, what's, your, what's your, like, one favorite piece that, that you've been given? Well, uh, it's actually it's uh, it's two things together. Uh, uh, a letter from the Queen of Gremuland. Uh, oh yeah, uh, and a painting of his own hand by the Prince of Gremuland. Uh, uh, oh. he 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 did one of those uh, hand turkeys for me. Oh, know? and this, this this is probably your son. Well, so uh, kind of legally no, <laughs> legally, legally no. no, right? Legally no, biologically maybe. A hundred percent accurate. <laughs> Well, uh, you've got, hypothetically, a lot of work ahead of you So as far as arranging this whole situation. If you were to do it, um, you know, uh, eat, you can talk to Summers Bane afterward for more detail on the teeth arrangement. But I think we better let you get back to it, Magistan. Yes. Well, hey, thank you both so much for having me on. I, I, I love so getting to talk about here. the profession. I liked meeting you both. And uh, gosh, I've got some action items to attend to. If you know what you I certainly mean. do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I'll Thank see you, you around uh, the uh, old wizarding world. Thank you. Yep, just go ahead and step back into that portal over there. Goodbye. Bye. Take care. You too.
Whoa, wow. What uh what an emotional roller coaster that one turned out to be, huh, Stomach Bane? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I uh I feel I feel feel for the guy. You know? I, I gave I, him some I good magical do. advice, but man. That was solid advice. But also like, you know, I I, I think I think deep down he does it for, for for the love of the game and for the realm. Right. But ultimately, one of the biggest issues is that you fall in love. How are you supposed to deal with that? You have to move on from town to town? It's tough. It's just tough. Yeah, I don't know. It is tough. <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough being on the road. The road is, you know, effing hard, as a certain mortal wise man once said. Now, mm-hmm. so been, would you ever be a substitute anything? Have, have you been a substitute necromancer? No, no. I, I find myself liking to be the original of something. The most evil mm. thing I would ever possibly be is a substitute teacher. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> and assign homework. That would be that would be my most evil act. You wouldn't just go in and put on the first hour of Forrest Gump on VHS? No, I would have a full lesson plan. One that's oh, completely geez. incongruous from the rest of the it year. Is, uh, so they just messes uh, with the whole year. I jump ahead and then go back. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm getting chills just thinking about this. That is mm-hmm. one of the most evil things you, you've ever pitched. Absolutely. Ruin an entire generation. Uh, well, and I, I was thinking, you know, do, do you think we should throw some business this way? Are, are, are there any kings you think could use a little bit of a, you know, a little, little stab stab, a little beheading? Oh, like we kill somebody on the clandestine and then... Uh... Him just do a little up? king slaying, you know, oh. and you know, but like something big, like put him in a coma, like before, and then he's got a Ooh. bunch of cash, and then maybe he could retire and find his lady. Oh right, okay. So like we would have him just like put him to sleep, like a Snow White thing, but instead of it being like uh, yeah, true love. Right, tell you what, let's kiss. Right, right, right. Uh, let's <clears throat> maybe we should plot the assassination off air. Uh, but uh, thank you to oh, all yeah. of you mortals who have tuned in. Uh, please keep checking out our podcast and uh, follow us on, well, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as at WizWorld Live. And of course, we're again live 8 p.m. Pacific every Friday at twitch.tv slash packtheater. See you all soon. Oh, I love to hear from my great employees. Don't forget to come down to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, I'm just trying, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm composing myself too. All right.